you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Bite Clear Liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Bite.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Bite. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to the Career Knessa podcast, your shortcut to being more fulfilled, healthy, and successful at work. I'm your host, Lauren McGoodwin, and I know what it's like when you need to find a job and you need to find a job ASAP. So today I'm going to share my best tips on how you can not just find a job quickly, but still find a job that's a great fit for you. And now this is the Career Contessa podcast. Are you in a hurry to land a new job? We all know that job hunting can be a real stress fest. And when you're pressed for time, it's even more intense. But fear not, I've got you covered with some handy strategies and insider knowledge to help you snag a job quickly. From start to finish, I'll share some top-notch job search tips that will have you receiving job offers in a jiffy. So let's dive in. Let's start with how long is the average job search in 2023? At the end of March of 2023, there was a whopping 9.6 million job openings in the good old US of A. Now, if you're itching to start a new job ASAP, you might think that your job hunt will be over in a blink of an eye. But there's more. Even the most qualified job seekers are still putting in some serious hustle to land a new gig. According to one source, the average job search time in 2023 is a solid five months. Now, while another study that I found from fall of 2022 claimed that around half of workers find a new job within a month, I also found a third study that suggests that three months is the current average for job seekers. So in a nutshell, here's the deal. It's totally reasonable to expect a new job within the next few months, but only if you're following all the best practices to speed up your job search game. And we all know that with lots and lots of layoffs, it seems like the job search is even more competitive than it used to be. So you really can't afford not to have this top-notch job search game. Okay, so let's get into it and how you can find that job in no time. Step one, prepare your job search materials. The first step in any good job search is prepping the materials that you're going to use for each application. This probably includes your resume, your LinkedIn profile, cover letter, your personal pitch or your elevator pitch, and an online portfolio if it's relevant for what you're trying to do. Your resume should be a clear and concise summary of your skills, experience, and accomplishments that also include the impact that they made. If you need tips on how to create impact bullet points, I'll link to my earlier podcast about the resume trends in 2023. And if you want help writing your resume bullet points, listen to my episode about how to use chat GPT to help you create tailored resume bullet points. I'll also put that in the show notes. 
double check that your resume is up to date with your most recent accomplishments and information. Another thing I want to say about your resume is that formatting really, really matters. Please make it easy for us recruiters to read. So whatever you have to do to format your information so it's not all type A font or all in one column, try to think about when you look at a document, when something is formatted really easily, it's easy for you to read and find what you're looking for. We want the same thing with our resumes. And there's tons of tools that can help you create resume templates. We have something on Career Contessa, our 24-hour resume makeover course includes resume templates. But if you're just doing this from a basic Word document, please don't do that. Use a real resume template so that's formatted in a really clear and concise way. Next, your LinkedIn profile. Think of your LinkedIn profile as a virtual resume, but with a twist. Your LinkedIn profile will likely contain the same information as your resume, but in a different format. One of the things I love about looking at people's LinkedIn profiles that when I was a recruiter, especially this made it easy, is that everyone's resume is a little bit different. Whereas with a LinkedIn profile, it's all formatted the same way. So I can read LinkedIn profiles faster than I can read resumes. So sometimes I might like your resume. I might not read the whole thing and I might already hop over to your LinkedIn to look at that. So you really want to make sure that your resume and your LinkedIn are complements of each other. The way I like to explain the difference between the two is Your resume is a tailored snapshot of your relevant experience that you have for that specific job and company you're applying for versus your LinkedIn shares maybe a wider variety of your experiences and more of your career story. So again, they're complements of each other. They're not carbon copies. One other note about LinkedIn when you're preparing it for your job search, it's important to make sure that it's optimized because one, all hiring managers are going to take a look at it and you don't want it to tell again, that vastly different story than your resume And two, an optimized profile is how recruiters will actually find you and reach out to you about jobs, which is amazing. I actually had an entire episode also about how to optimize your LinkedIn profile, which I will also put in the show notes, but it's all about keywords. Next, your cover letter. It's how you're going to introduce yourself to potential employers, explaining why you're a good fit for the job. And I know there's a lot of debate about whether or not cover letters still matter, but there's recent surveys out there that show up to 80% of employers do prefer cover letters. And the way I like to think about it is if it's going to help you stand out among another candidate, especially when we're in a competitive job market, then why wouldn't you? I actually, and I know I've told this story before, but I've actually had hire managers tell me they will not look at the resume until it also comes with a cover letter. Another thing about a cover letter that can help you stand out is that good writing skills are required for any job out there. So again, why would you not do this document if it's going to help you stand out, especially in this competitive job market? Use your cover letter to expand on why you're a fit for the job, why you're interested in this specific position, and start with an interesting hook to grab their attention. Any interview or networking opportunity is also going to require for you to, quote, tell us about yourself, right? We all hate that question, but you know, it's going to come out. So you really want to make sure that you polish your elevator pitch. You want to be able to concisely explain who you are, what you do and where you're going. And you would think that as someone who's in the career space, that most people are really good about this. When I ask them, like, tell me about yourself. But even now I will talk to professionals, like legit professionals who will take 30 minutes to answer this question. This should take about the time it takes you to ride an elevator. So we're talking about 60 seconds max. So really work on that and be very comfortable giving your elevator pitch. Finally, if you work in a creative field or have projects that you're proud of, like that you can show off, consider creating an online portfolio to showcase your work. This can be a website, social media account, or any other type of online profile. Are you tired of navigating the wild world of work all on your own? 
introducing Work Appropriate, the hilarious and practical workplace advice podcast that will revolutionize the way you approach your job. Inspired by her immensely popular newsletter, author Anne Helen Peterson turns her attention to the wild world of work in Crooked Media's Work Appropriate. In each episode of Work Appropriate, Anne Helen Peterson dives into the details of the modern workplace, delivering humorous yet practical advice to a wide range of listener questions. As someone who is in the business of overcoming workplace challenges and have encountered my fair share of workplace obstacles, I can't help but relate to the topics covered on Work Appropriate. Work Appropriate is all about tackling the real issues we encounter in our professional lives and providing actionable solutions that actually work. Anne and her guests have covered a wide range of topics from how to be a better boss to how to build workplace confidence, what makes a union worth it, and what to do when your ambition is at rock bottom, which as you guys know, that was my absolute favorite episode. The thing that sets Work Appropriate apart is their incredible lineup of guests who share their unique perspectives. Whether it's a hilarious comedian like Josh Gondelman or an industry leader like Christina Janzer, Slack's director of research, their insights and experiences will inspire you and help you navigate your own career challenges. So join the work appropriate community today and let them guide you to your workplace success. Subscribe now to work appropriate and get ready to laugh, learn, and conquer the world of work. Listen to work appropriate every Wednesday on Apple podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Relationships are hard, and that's why I'm here. Hey, friend, it's Cami Crawford. Think of me as your big sister slash audible BFF that you can always trust to give you the real tea. This is my show, Relationship, the advice podcast that covers all relationship topics, the good, the bad, and the straight up shitty. Need advice? Send your story to hello at relationshippod.com or DM me at relationship on IG and tune in for new episodes every Friday. Be sure to follow us and subscribe so you don't miss all the hot goss. And if you're loving the show, please leave us a review. Talk soon, bestie. Step two, write down your recent accomplishments and the impact they made. Again, right now in this process, this is all the stuff that you're doing before you actually start applying for jobs. But this is a really good kind of homework activity for you to do because a job search requires confidence and remembering your recent wins is a great place to start. So I want you to take some time to write down some serious notes on your best achievements. These wins deserve their own very special section on your resume. Why? Because achievements are like solid evidence that showcase your abilities and skills. They're proof that you've got what it takes, right? It's the whole show me, don't just tell me. I would also encourage you to, after you've created that list of accomplishments, find your top three, the ones that are the most impressive and include them in a resume summary as well as your LinkedIn summary. So you want to make it super easy for the recruiter to scan your resume or your LinkedIn and see what you've done so that they want to read more. At the top of your resume summary, you could write a brief overview why you're interested in the role, and then have three bullet points of recent accomplishments or achievements. Because simply listing the day-to-day tasks or responsibilities that you did in your previous job isn't going to cut it. So you want employers to see that you actually get results with your tasks. Those are the impressive accomplishments that make you stand out from the crowd. So just really quick, I want to clarify, we're talking about creating a list of accomplishments. Some of these will go into your resume bullet points. And then those top three, you can actually highlight in your resume summary and or your LinkedIn summary. I would probably do both. If you really want to impress with your resume bullet points, try including some metrics alongside your skills and achievements because numbers don't lie. And they add that extra talking point in an interview that really helps act as proof that you can walk the walk, right? The interviewer might say, wow, you 
increase this thing by 10%. Tell me more about that versus you just increase this thing that that doesn't give us as much detail, right? So your interview naturally is going to be more interesting when you have those metrics and you can explain those numbers a little bit more. So whenever possible, keep track of your work wins on a monthly basis, especially if you think that you might be gearing up for a job search. That's something you can start right now because that will make it really easy for you to plug them into your resume when the time comes as well. Remember that companies want to hire you for what you did, not what you plan to do. So you need to become a salesperson and really lean into selling yourself and your accomplishments to your hiring managers. And more importantly, you have to understand if we have a job posting, it's because we have a problem and we need someone to solve it. And we want some sort of proof that you can come in and solve problems, that you are proactive. And that's what this information does for us. It's it's how we are able to say, okay, this person might have what it takes to come in and solve our problem. Let's give them an interview. Okay. Step three is understand your timeline. When it comes to landing a job, the timing can play a crucial role. How urgently do you need to find employment? Is it ASAP situation where you're firing off applications left and right and taking a bridge job to hold you over? Or do you have a bit more breathing room allowing you to be more selective and strategic? Here are some factors that can influence your job search timeline and shed light on finding the right balance between speed and precision. First one is the need for speed. If you're in a race against the clock, seeking employment pronto, your application volume will naturally be higher. Because you're facing financial constraints or an immediate need for stability, in such cases, it's all about casting a wide net and maximizing your chances of securing a job offer quickly. Next one is allowing room for choice. On the other hand, if your idea of quote fast extends to the next six months, you can afford to be more deliberate in your approach and make cold networking a bigger part of your strategy. This time frame allows you to carefully evaluate and maybe even cherry pick those job opportunities that align with your long-term goals and values. You gain the advantage of being selective rather than settling for the first opportunity that comes along. And the next one is temporary jobs as a stepping stone. If you're currently not employed in a full-time position, consider exploring temporary or part-time roles while you continue your job search. These interim positions can provide financial stability and keep you engaged in the workforce while allowing you to continue pursuing your ideal career path. I also want to mention that there is a saying that it's easier to find a job when you're already employed. I find that does tend to be true. So if you need a job ASAP or a temporary job, there's no shame in taking that bridge job while you continue your job search. In fact, it might even be a really smart and strategic move because it will help you actually get called for those interviews. So let's wrap this up by reminding you that you want to consider the factors that impact your job search timeline because you're going to tailor your strategies accordingly. Remember that success lies not only in securing a job swiftly, but also in finding the right fit for long-term fulfillment. Step four is plan your job search strategy. Think of a well-crafted job search plan as your roadmap to success. It's a strategic strategy that keeps you focused, organized, and on track as you strive to land that next perfect fit job for you. Here are some essential steps to create a job search plan. Step one, define your target. Begin by determining your desired job title and identify the roles or industries that truly ignite your passion. Take the time to list them out, clarifying your direction and setting a clear objective. This is simply just what kind of jobs do you want? What job titles really interest you? What industries really interest you? One of the things I love to do when I'm maybe feeling stuck with this is I might just peruse LinkedIn and anyone who has a cool job title or is in a cool industry, I will write that down and then I'll kind of dig deeper and find more and more examples of that. And that usually just kind of adds up to breadcrumbs that take me to, okay, here is a handful of you know job titles and 
and roles and maybe industries that I'm mostly interested in. Step two, identify target companies. Next, compile a list of about 20, 10 to 20, I would say, companies that align with your aspirations and workplace preferences. These are the organizations you would love to be a part of where your skills and values can flourish. Research these companies thoroughly to ensure they resonate with your career goals. See if you have any connections at these companies that you can have an informational interview with. Unless your time frame is more urgent, I always recommend searching by the company first. So really starting your search with target companies first, then going after specific jobs and using a combination of networking and tailored job search materials. Step three is chart your timeline. Map out a realistic timeline for your job search. So start with an ideal start date and work backward, breaking it down into manageable steps. Determine the number of hours per week you'll dedicate to networking, job hunting, and other essential activities. A well-structured timeline will keep you motivated and accountable throughout the process. You need to treat your job search like a job. So create to-do lists, take breaks, and even better if you can connect with other job searchers who will also help you stay accountable. I found that when I was job searching, it was really helpful to talk to other job searchers because maybe we can swap you know, stories or tips or just it's nice to have someone who says, good luck for your interview tomorrow, who like really gets it because they're in that position too. Step four, determine how you will find jobs that align with your values and goals. Consider how and where you'll uncover job opportunities that align with your values and goals. Will you tap into your network and seek referrals? Will you network with recruiters who specialize in your desired field? Or will you explore online job boards and industry-specific platforms? Craft a strategy that maximizes your chances of discovering the right opportunities. Hint, 85% of roles are filled via networking, so I highly recommend that networking plays a large part of whatever job search process you decide to take. Step five is track your progress. Maintain a record of each application you submit. Tracking the details such as company name, position applied for, the date of the submission, and any follow-up actions will help you stay organized and avoid any missed opportunities. You can do the same with networking where you track your conversations and your follow-ups, et cetera. We actually had someone in our career camp, which is Career Contessa's accountability program. It it opened in January. It's closed right now. But we had someone um, who posted in there that she created, basically she used Notion, which is a kind of like a project management tool to really track all of her networking conversations in all of her job applications when, where, what they said, feedback. It was very organized and it was fantastic. So you can use another tool like Notion, Asana, Trello, if you want to get even more organized. There's nothing worse than going to a doctor's appointment, expecting to be the center of attention. And then your doctor seems like they have truly better things to do and better places to be. Instead of listening to you intently, asking you how you feel and helping you along, the doctor's checking the clock. On ZocDoc, you'll find quality doctors who focus on you. They listen to you and they prioritize your care. ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient reviewed, take your insurance, and they're available when you need them and treat almost every condition under the sun. When you're not feeling the best and you're just trying to hold it together, finding great care shouldn't take up all your energy. That's where ZocDoc comes in. Using their free app, you can find the right doctor that meets your needs and fits your schedule. No more doctor roulette or scouring the internet for questionable reviews. With ZocDoc, you have a trusted guide to connect you to your favorite doctor that you haven't met yet. 
It's a reason that millions, yes, millions of people use ZocDoc to find and book a doctor in their neighborhood who is patient reviewed and fits their needs and schedule just right. I actually used it when I was looking for a thyroid doctor and I can tell you I am obsessed with my doctor and he listens and he takes the time. It was such an easy experience. I really, really enjoyed it. You can book an appointment with just a few taps in their app and start feeling better faster with ZocDoc. Go to ZocDoc.com slash Contessa and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. One more time, that's ZocDoc, Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash Contessa, C-O-N-T-E-S-S-A, ZocDoc dot com slash Contessa. Step five is level up your LinkedIn profile. A whopping 87% of recruiters consider LinkedIn as the go-to platform for screening potential job candidates. Anecdotally, I can confirm this because when I was a recruiter, we would source candidates on LinkedIn and reach out to them directly, even if we had a job posted online. I also know that most of my recruiter friends, whether they work in-house or kind of freelance as recruiting, will post the jobs on LinkedIn and they will source on LinkedIn. Whether they're using LinkedIn's recruiter tools or not, they're on LinkedIn all the time looking for candidates. An optimized profile includes your profile photo, headline, summary, skill section, work experience section, and education. And the key to LinkedIn is making sure your profile is full of the keywords that recruiters would be searching for. Again, listen to my full episode on how to optimize your LinkedIn profile. It has tons of great tips for you to do that. Next, let's discuss how you can accelerate your job search. Now that you've got your job search materials updated and your job search plan in place, let's talk about how you can speed up that job search process. Okay. Step one, quality over quantity. When you're in the midst of a job search frenzy, it's so tempting to apply to every job you come across on popular job search sites or through your network. After all, you want a job quickly, right? But please hold on a second because spray and pray, which is you spray your resume everywhere and you pray that a recruiter will pick it up. That approach may not be the most effective strategy. And I can confirm that because we can always tell when that's what's happening. The last thing you want is to land a job quickly only to realize two weeks into it that it's not the right fit for you. And I see this cycle happen all the time. People are unhappy in their job. So they start perusing job boards. They randomly apply or they you know, purposely apply. They get the job and they leave. And I just want to be really careful about when people do that because the grass is not going to be greener. It's just different grass. So yeah, the first two weeks or three weeks or four weeks is great. But then the new job honeymoon wears off and you're back in a job that isn't a right fit for you. So let's pump the brakes and take a more thoughtful approach. As you browse through job postings, take the time to carefully read the job description. This will help you grasp the requirements and the responsibilities involved. You can assess whether you meet the basic qualifications considering your experience and skills. Now, ladies who are listening to this, be careful. You do not need to match 100% of the qualifications to apply. So please don't let your imposter syndrome get in as you carefully assess this. Okay, but you also don't want to stop there. You also want to conduct additional research on the company. Explore their online presence to gain insights into their culture, values, and reputation. Ask yourself if it aligns with your own values and goals. Also, take a closer look at practical aspects like where are they located? Do they require you to commute? Do they have a salary range listed on the job description that is 
within what you're looking for? What kind of benefits do they offer? Are you looking for a hybrid or remote role, right? These are all kind of like practical things that you need within your next job and make sure that you're paying attention to those as well. And last but not least, consider how the job fits into your overall career aspirations. Will it provide opportunities for skill development or career advancement? If not, it may not be the right fit for your long-term goals. By taking the time to thoroughly evaluate each job opportunity, you increase your chances of finding a position that aligns with your values, goals, and aspirations. So slow down, do your research, and make informed decisions. Your ideal job is out there and it's totally waiting for you to find it. And just a quick story. I, I, I know I've probably told this to you guys before, but when I was a recruiter at Hulu, we went to a job fair and we were set up and people would walk by and they would say, Oh, Hulu, love that. You know, whatever. What are you guys looking for? And we would always respond back. What are you looking for? It is so impressive when you can come to us and by doing this research, you'll be able to do that and share what am I looking for and why are you the right company and the right job for me? So we want you to be able to fill in those questions, not us filling those questions in for you. So that's why this work that we're talking about in this episode is so important because you want to make those informed decisions, but even better, you want to be able to back those up in the interview process. The next thing you need to do is, of course, tailor your resume for each role. I know you guys have heard this tip over and over again, but it's about keywords and reading the job description and using the job description as your guide on how you're going to tailor your resume is the best thing. Next, you want to create a cover letter for each role. Talked about it earlier. It's one of the things that can really help you stand out, especially in a competitive job market. Or if you're making a career transition and you need to explain it a little bit more. My top tip is you want to create a cover letter that doesn't suck and makes people actually want to read it. So start with an interesting hook. Why this role? Why this company? Why you? And if you need to, you can even for your formatting, make please no more than one page. (laughs) Nobody wants to read a a novel, but in your one page cover letter, if you need to use bullet points to say, here are the top three reasons why I'm the right fit. You can do that. You know, don't worry about the quote unquote rules of what you thought you were taught with cover letters. You can use bullet points. You can use an interesting hook. Just no like photos on either your resume or your cover letter. It's very outdated. Next thing you want to be doing step four is let your network know that you're job searching. You could either send an email to everybody, or I think it's probably a better approach to customize each email and you can create a template and then, you know, just edit some parts quickly, but let them know I'm job searching. Here's what I've been doing. Here's what I'm looking for next. My resume is attached. Here's my LinkedIn. Please keep me in mind. If you know of any roles that match one, two, and three, you want to make it easy for your network to help you. So again, you need to let them know what are you looking for, right? So they know if they hear of something like if you say, I'm really looking for a sales role and they hear of a sales role, they will immediately think of you because you were clear and concise about what you're looking for. So let your network know your job searching. Step five is network, network, network. This includes informational interviews, cold networking, and peer networking. Again, 85% of jobs are filled via networking. So whatever you're doing for your job search strategy, make sure that networking plays a huge role in it. Next step six is find niche job boards to apply through which there's a ton of them. I know it's, we always think of like ZipRecruiter, LinkedIn, and Indeed, but there's also more niche job sites, including Career Contessa. We have a job board, but we also love The Muse, Built-In, Jopwell, Black Career Women's Network, and The Mom Project, just to name a few. Step seven to help you accelerate your job search is track your job applications and follow up in a timely manner. Not following up when you apply for a job is 
like a huge reason why people don't actually ever get the interview, right? So you want to be able to know who have you followed up with? When did you last follow up with them? Do you need to follow up with again? What's the status? You want to make sure you get it all or you keep it all clear so it's not confusing. One of the things I always tell people, and I say this in our courses too, if you applied for a job online, but you didn't send your job to a real person, then you have not finished your job application. So if you want to accelerate your job search, that's also really important. So apply online, follow whatever instructions they give you, and then find a real person. Usually you can use LinkedIn to help you figure out you know, the person's name and how they format their emails at that company and send your resume and kind of like an email of interest to them directly. The next thing you want to do to accelerate your job search is if you have any skills gaps, make sure you're filling those via online learning, freelance work, getting a certification, whatever it is. If the job that you have or that you want to apply for is looking for a very specific skill that you don't have, spend this time right now filling that gap. Step nine in accelerating your job search is find career and job search resources and communities to network with. So at Career Contessa, we obviously have a community that's on talking to each other on our webinars, on our Instagram, you know, connect with each other, find other places that have communities because those will be kind of like one of your best assets. And also just to find people to have as accountability partners or just to chat with and, and remind yourself to stick with it. Our final piece of advice when you're looking for a job quickly is don't lose your confidence and motivation. The job application process can be a challenging journey that demands time and effort, but don't lose heart. If you're feeling drained or discouraged, it's time to rekindle your motivation by revisiting your goals and job search plan. Take a moment to ensure that your objectives are realistic and aligned with your capabilities. Your goals should be specific and attainable. Whether that means attending a set number of networking events per month or submitting a certain number of applications per week, set your goals and make sure they are specific and that you can attain them and that you're tracking them. In moments of doubt, don't hesitate to lean on your support system. Reach out to those friends, your family members, your mom, your mentor who can offer valuable encouragement and guidance throughout your job search. They can provide that much needed motivation to keep pushing forward and hold you accountable to your aspirations. Remember to stay positive and celebrate your progress that you've already made. Keep your eyes peeled for fresh opportunities and maintain an optimistic outlook. No one wants to hire the person who's pessimistic and not confident, right? So with perseverance and resilience, you can find the perfect job that's out there waiting for you. I know you can, and I believe in you, and I hope these tips help. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Career Contessa podcast. Don't forget to rate and review our show. One of the tips that I mentioned many times in today's episode is the importance of networking. And I know networking can be scary and a lot of people just feel like it's very transactional. But right now we are promoting our new online course called The Successful Networker that teaches you exactly step-by-step how to build a network, leverage your current network, and tap into your relationships to help you advance your career without the ickiness that comes with networking. And when you enroll by Monday, June 12th, 2023 at midnight, we're also including a free chat GPT cheat sheet that includes over 30 job search and networking prompts. These prompts can save you hours in time when it comes to tailoring your resume, writing networking emails, and more. The chat GPT cheat sheet is only available when you enroll in the successful networker by June 12th. So hurry up and find the link in the show notes. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.